0: to West Coast Mix and Bounce. I'm your co-host, Brana Marks, and I'm joined by... Leslie Torres. And West Coast Mix and Bounce is brought to you by Sports Al Dente, your recipe for LA sports. If you love this podcast and love LA sports, then you need to go check out sportsaldente.com right now. We are a Los Angeles player-centric media platform, and our passion is to feature the great players and teams of LA. We are also fully dedicated to giving Expert weekly, daily advice in the world of fantasy football. We offer three different affordable membership packages, monthly, yearly, and lifetime. And when you go to re- subscribe, make sure you use the pro- promo code WCMB and get 10% off any package. Make sure to connect with us on Twitter or Instagram once you subscribe. Um, and let's just start this out. So first off... Um, Happy 4th of July to everybody, and of course, a big, huge, just major congratulations to our women's national soccer team, which was amazing, amazing to watch. Did you see that, Leslie? I was. I was at work, and so I had
1: my little app ready to go, and I was just watching away. It was such great games, great games.
0: Yeah, I, I thought it was super exciting. Um, I had a local team out in San Antonio actually hold a watch party. They were a semi pro women's team and there was like a bunch of people that came out not to just watch the game but to also like do a meet and greet, get like photographs and autographs and it was just so amazing to like see the, you know, women in sport supporting and it was great. It was just great overall. <sighs> Um, but yeah, besides that, let's go into our topics for today. So free agency is closing up and the West Coast is looking completely <laughs> different, starting with the Warriors who, who lost in the finals. They're looking like they're kind of losing almost everything. First the title and now a lot of teammates. Yeah, so... Leslie tell me how how you're feeling about how the Warriors are looking after free agency. It's
1: it's kind of it's really crazy cuz if you were to die like a year before and then you were to wake up not die but probably go into coma and then wake up today, you would be like what happened? You know, the Warriors were on top, everybody was there. It's kind of been mm-hmm. like a dismantling kind of and not a total reconstruction, but it's just crazy cuz now The Warriors are left off with Stephen Curry, Klay Thompson, and Green, who are still their main core players. Klay Thompson is injured, so he probably won't play this upcoming season. But what happened? So Kevin Durant left. And so the Warriors didn't want to lose Kevin Durant for anything, so they traded him a sign-and-trade for D'Angelo Russell to the Nets. And so Clay's out. And then they had to trade Iguodala because they wouldn't have enough space. So no more Iguodala, no more KD. Yep. They told cousins they were they told Demarcus Cousins they were not gonna sign him no more. So that's another player. And just recently they waived Sean Livingston. So they are totally moving things around while stri- while still trying to keep their core players. And I'm not sure if it's gonna work out or not. Just because at least this season coming up without Thompson, I just feel it's gonna be. A lot more difficult for the Warriors to even be maybe top
0: five. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm nervous as well. Like I said, they only have like the their three core players, and Clay is out, which means Steph is probably <laughs> going to try to take a lot more weight on. And you know, Draymond's a key player, but he's not like a super scorer that KD was or mm-hmm. is. So it's kind of going to be hard for three or four people to kind of fill the shoes of somebody who averages over 30 points a game, you know? So, um, I don't, I, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. It's like a whole, kind of flip around it's like night and day with them it's like we're so great now they're really really starting from the bottom you know besides the big names that they lost you know katie and uh, sean livingston and demarca cousins even went up the streets to the lakers Mm -hmm. um they they lost other like you know smaller men like uh Damian Jones was traded for Amari Spellman. And granted, they, they equal about the same in play, but it costs less money to have Amari on the team. But it's still kind of like, even though Jones got hurt and Spellman got hurt, they kind of really represent, you know, they kinda reflect each other's game. And it's just like, Jones did have some clutch moments. So it's just kind of like, how is that really going to weigh out in the end? Because they're both from, and then you had, um, jimmer fredlet i think this is how you pronounce it jimmer fredlet he was uh <clears throat> playing for the summer league he had kind of jumped between oh for, um, the D league yeah. and them and he was just basically quit <laughs> he basically was like i'm mm-hmm. gonna explore other options so it's just kind of like you have people just leaving on their own you have other players like you know um iguodala and other players that just got traded or, you know, signed with other teams. And now it's just kind of like, they kind of like, they're scaring me. They look like the late, how the Lakers were looking <laughs> a few months ago. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like, they have this pressure, these expectations, but it's just kind of like under the limelight, like, it looks a little iffy. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I think the Warriors are kind of yeah. trying to take a chance maybe on their younger players. And, Let's see if it can translate into games. But I mean, you're coming off as one of the dominant teams in the West. And for all of this to happen in the offseason, it's like they're not completely shattered. But I just don't want to say they're going to dominate this, at least this season or maybe the seasons to come, because everything kind of got regrouped and removed around. And like you said, in California, there, we still have the Clippers and the Lakers, who, will we, who we will talk about <laughs> coming up. But it's going to be very hard for the Warriors to maintain that, you know, quote-unquote dynasty that we were just so talking about maybe a few months ago. It's like it's not looking like that dynasty team that we were so, like, excited and thrilled about. I mean, are they going to completely suck? I don't think so. But it's just going to be different. And hopefully it comes through in the games. But we'll see because I'm scared like you are.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, um, besides our West Coast Warriors, poor guys, um, the Clippers (laughs) (laughs) um, are looking completely the way that we wanted them to look last season.
1: Oh my God, we need to have a little clap for them right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we said their defense was already good. You know, all of this stuff, all of this stuff added up, and we're just like, we just kept saying the whole season. They just need a superstar. They just need that one boy. They need that one guy. And they got two. And just keep (laughs) it sturdy. And they got two. (laughs) Not one, but two. And two of the best players, definitely in the league. And then a former NBA champion. Well, an NBA champion that just won a title, you know, a few months ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So just kind of like. I mean, a three... Is it, he is a three-time champion, I think, right? Kawhi is a three-time champion. So Two. it's just kind of like they went, they went big.
1: Yeah. They went huge. <laughs> they went for it, and they got it. Like, we need to congratulate the Clippers, Jerry West. All their moves, everything they made, they were definitely clowned on by the media on Twitter, and it just, like, it came through for them. So... I think they deserve a round of applause, at least for this entire offseason until the the games officially start, because they they did it. What everybody thought was impossible for them, at least, it was possible. But for us, I, I knew we were talking about the Clippers and that they could have been possible contenders for Kawhi, and it kind of happened. And so um, Kawhi signed with them officially today, three years, third year player option. Yep. So it kind of shows us how committed he is. He's committed, but not, you know, that committed (laughs) because it was not three. I was not a four year max that as everybody else expected. But, you know, the fact that he demanded that if he was going to go to the Clippers, they had to get Paul George. That to me was crazy because not only are you trying really hard just to get one player. Now this one player is telling you, no, no, no. Now you need to go get me that player. No, and the fact that you delivered—that's yeah. crazy. That's and the- he
0: called him himself. You know, he was—he's talked to Paul George himself. So that's kind of like he was determined to get yes. exactly what he wanted. And I mean, all the things that he's done throughout these—I mean, Kawhi's not a young player. Like he's a—he's a vet basically. He has a lot of experience, which means he knows what he's worth. And I honestly commend him for holding out with the Spurs, Mm -hmm. taking his time with this free agency this year, you know, like I really commend him because he knows what he's worth and he wasn't letting, he wasn't letting up for anything.
1: Yeah. Right now he's like, Mm. he's at his peak. He's, like you mentioned a two-time champion three-time all-star two-time defensive player of the year two-time finals mvp you know and the fact that you get to match that up with Paul george who also has a number of accolades it's just crazy and then on top of that the clippers still have you know lou williams who has been six men of the year pivotal for the clippers and then they have someone like Patrick Beverly signing again with them, you know, making a name for himself as, like, a defensive, bothersome player. And it's like you just get all that in the mix, and it's impossible to think the Clippers do not have a chance at this moment. It's crazy. I mean, do you remember what you were doing
0: when the news dropped? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, I mean, man, they're... I mean, everybody obviously has changed their their chances for the the championship and with all this free agency stuff. And now the Clippers are sitting basically at the top of the list. They are, (laughs) yeah. You know, from going to bringing um, former champions to a sixth game in round one of the playoffs to basically being like, oh, you guys can – you have like a one percent chance of losing. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, it's it's crazy to see that, and it doesn't happen often. So I'm even more excited to see how they actually function as a team, and hopefully nobody gets hurt because that that would definitely be the season.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there. Health is going to be such an important thing, not only for the Clippers, but also for the Warriors, also for the Lakers. The Warriors are already unhealthy with Clay Thompson. And if something happens to either players on the Clippers or the Lakers, it's just not going to be the fair and balanced fight that we all want. You know what I mean? So I agree with you. Health is super important. They should all remain as healthy as possible. Because I want to see a good matchup.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, it's, it's, it's just... It's just amazing to see, like, they they barely gave up anybody, you know? They only gave up <laughs> shy and Danilo, and those are just kind of, like, I mean, that wasn't really anything to give up, besides the fact that they gave up, you know, they gave up a lot of, like, draft picks. But if you sign somebody like Quai and um, Paul George for three, four years, you don't really need a lot of draft picks, mm-hmm. you know? You, you still have Lou, you still have Pat, you know, he turned down um, – He turned down an offer from the Kings and it's just like they have their they have both their rookies they signed them they're solid you know they're super solid.
1: They are honestly they are and it's all a big congrats to the front office because they somehow managed to pull it off and even though everybody was talking bad about them and making them like the lesser team out they somehow pulled out the win and so like Again, a great, great feat because it's crazy. And then you know, what's the other crazy thing is that Paul George was so willing to go and ask for a trade when Kawhi asks, you know, like, hey, Kawhi goes, like, yeah, come play with me. He's like, okay. He just jumps on board like that
0: because, I mean, what Gosh. happened to Russell Westbrook? <laughs> yeah, uh poor Russell. I mean, he's even talking about leaving now, too, because, I mean, yeah, he has to have trust trust issues. After Katie and <laughs> then Paul George, they both said they were gonna stay, they were gonna hold out, and then they immediately left after that. Like that's, that's tough.
1: crazy. Yes,
0: I, I would be so hurt. I, I, I feel for him. That's hard. I mean, I now at this point, I'm wondering: Is there
1: something wrong with Westbrook? Why does this continue to happen to him?
0: <laughs> or like. Or is Paul George and KD the ones to blame? blame Exactly. Yeah. I I, I think Russell was really trying to just hold out. You know, he was kind of trying to be one of those players. Like, I signed with the Thunder. I want to stay with the Thunder. I like it here. I don't want to leave. But I think he honestly, at this point, it's better to take the risk. I think he would honestly do way better on another team.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: He's just been there so long. You know, sometimes change is like a really good thing and a very well-needed thing. As you can see.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's crazy because I was looking at a meme, of course, because that's where I get my journalistic information from. (laughs) And um, so he played with Cameron Durant. He played with James Harden. He played with Paul George. And it's like all these great superstars. And yet he somehow never was won. And like, you know, everybody else keeps on like doing better and winning. So it's like, is it the team? Is it him? It's just so... Difficult to say, and I agree. He should go to another team. I want to see him do something else with another team. Then, from that point of view, we can say like, "Okay, no, it was the team, it was the environment, it was Westbrook himself." But yeah, that's crazy. A
0: little bit of everything, but Mm -hmm. I mean, it kind of has to be. Um. So the last thing, the last thing we have to talk about is the Lakers, right? Yes. So the Lakers kind of did. Almost as good, I don't know, almost as good as the Clippers in free agency. I'm still a little, maybe it's because of last, like, what happened last year. Like, everyone was expecting them to, like, woo, go out there and do things. And then they didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> so now I feel like I got a little bit of PTSD. Because even though they signed Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. like, which I didn't think was going to happen after the fallout in the, in the middle of the season, they got Anthony. Davis, they only gave up Ball, Ingram, and Hart. Um, and obviously, they didn't really have much of a team at all for a few weeks there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Rondo signed, and uh, KCP resigned, and Caruso resigned, and they picked up Danny Green, which is amazing. You know, one of quite old teammates. I mean, he's kind of like his sidekick player. He kind of just feeds off the energy of, you know, whoever is the biggest uh, player on the team so I think him honestly I think him and LeBron was great together mm-hmm. they got Quinka, they got Demarcus Constance and they got Averly, Averly Bradley so they have like a little bit of defense um, a little bit of just. Uh, they have a lot more of Vets, that's for sure. That's definitely more of a mature team, like completely opposite than what they had last, last season. season. Correct. Uh, so that's what I'm also kind of curious to see. They don't really have that young, like energetic, like built-to-move-around core. So I'm kind of curious to see if some of these teammates burn out or if they – I feel like they'd be more injury-prone, so I'm scared about that. They have mm-hmm. Kuzma still, obviously, but he's probably – one of the youngest on the team now (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and we we still have a little bit more time left in free agency but i think right now obviously the biggest biggest win for them was anthony davis
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i think anthony davis's trade kind of set everything into motion because as soon as that went through it's like okay well he's here bam 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 like moves started to go off and then of course, we had to wait for the next spurt, which was Kevin Durant's decision, and then the next spurt, which was, was Kawhi's. But that Anthony Davis trade also, like, so many people in the media, so many people in, the, in within Twitter were like calling out the Lakers for an offense, and you know, the whole Magic Johnson thing, like, without him, Rob Pelinka can't do it, and da da da. But, a, well, I guess he kind of got it done you know, Anthony Davis, and for the lesser amount that was officially said back in February, I think it was. So there was a lot less players, a lot less picks involved. So that's even better. And so, yeah, so next year, Anthony Davis will be a free agent. So it kind of doesn't guarantee much for the Lakers. But what I feel kind of does is that he waived his $4 million trade bonus. So that just kind of lets me know, and I guess Lakers fans know that how much committed he is to the team and that he's willing to waive that amount of money to get Kawhi obviously they didn't get Kawhi but still that just lets me know that he's committed so maybe it's just like not that lets me know that for next season when he's a free agent he's gonna resign possibly with the Lakers of course many things can happen so I don't want to set it in stone (laughs) but yeah I mean Anthony Davis he averaged 25 point nine points and 12 rebounds per game so I feel like it's a good swap from the other teams teammates and players I mean it's gonna suck to see Lonzo Ball and Grum and Hart go just because you can see the potential they have but you already have all that in one person which is Anthony Davis so that's gonna be a lot of fun to watch like LeBron James like you said Anthony Davis Danny Green all in one squad working together crazy like I would have I could have never pictured it. Maybe like in an all star game, <laughs> right?
0: But I mean, if they would have got Kawhi, that would have really blown it over. But I, like I've said before, I, I didn't think they were mm-hmm. they were gonna go. I didn't think Kawhi would ever sign with the Lakers because of not just like the teammates, but just kind of how they're they're depicted just in the limelight of things. Like you know, they have so much attention on them, and mm-hmm. I just. Kawhi is obviously not that kind of person.
1: (laughs) It's going to be funny, though, to see if the Clippers get more attention because of this. Because, I mean, they're they're essentially the same team playing in the same arena, playing with two superstars. And how are you not going to give the Clippers the same amount of attention as you are the Lakers? So I'm just really interested to see if maybe the dynamics will change and... I don't know, I mean, if you're, if that's the reason you don't go to the Lakers, but you're starting to get that same kind of treatment with the Clippers, isn't it the same thing in my point of view? But it's just going to be interesting to see. I mean, Kawhi fits in with the Clippers perfectly. He's a great player, so he'll probably fit in anywhere. <laughs> As he's taught us, he fit in perfectly with the Spurs at the beginning, and then he went to go fit perfectly with the Raptors yeah. and won a championship. So I'm sure the Clippers will be no problem.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> first ever. Imagine so,
1: that. That would be crazy. Honestly, yeah. I
0: mean, this, this, this team... I think that would have to be like... I would not be surprised if the Clippers went ahead and won this, the championship next year. I would not be surprised.
1: That would be crazy because I would need to see a stat of how many players like have been the player to help them win the first. Because he helped the Raptors win their first ever NBA championship. Now imagine doing the Clippers, helping the Clippers too... That's going to be a – that's a stat right there.
0: (laughs) That's impressive. Exactly. I mean, he's really just kind of like a catalyst. He really is that kind of player. He just vibrates that kind of just winning attitude and winning energy, but he's still like a good guy underneath all the seriousness, you know? So it's just kind of – and obviously I already believe that the Clippers had the confidence to – win a championship they just didn't have the players but now they do
1: <laughs> yeah but i feel like it's you know if that would have been the team last season yeah they definitely have a shot but just because lebron james and ad are now teamed up i feel it's maybe a little bit more difficult but doesn't stop them from having a chance if you know what i mean <laughs> like if this team would have just been the, the same team what? the clippers have last season oh for sure they would have won but now just because of some how the nba teams have changed so much and how everything just got like flipped and turned, I can't even say. I think right now the stats have the 76ers as the best right. team set up, how they're set up. But again, we'll see. You know, it's not it's not set in stone. Just because it's good on paper doesn't mean it's maybe good on person. I so we it's have to wait.
0: Really, be difficult for. I think the biggest question mark with both teams is just chemistry. You know, how fast are they yes. going to click? How fast are they going to get in motion with each other?
1: I totally agree, yes.
0: But yeah, so that's the Lakers. And then NBA Summer League, which is is over or is still happening, I believe. It's still um, happening. <laughs> it doesn't seem like the West Coast really. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's about two, two and a half weeks long. So, but the West Coast doesn't seem to have a lot of people involved this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I said earlier, the Warriors person that they had um, playing, he kind of just, you know, tapped out. (laughs) And um, uh, the Clippers, rookies, I'm not sure how involved they are this year. And then the Lakers, they have Cody playing and averaging seven points a game. So they're kind of staying quiet. I mean, I feel like for them to have uh, so much talent just packed in you know in in such a quick amount of time, I don't think they're really focused on the summer league. <laughs> I wouldn't be
1: no, yeah, I think this this summer league is for the East Coast fans just because they have Zion and they have wait is are the pelicans in the eastern that West? Hurt. well, yeah, exactly, but they have like you know they have more to look forward to just because they have more picks on that side. So, yeah, Zion got hurt, unfortunately, which is kind of something to be concerned about. Hopefully, he's not injury-prone because that would just, like, be the worst thing ever. And then, um, you know, everybody's just going crazy also over Taco Faw. Like, he's so tall. And, like, he has, like, such fans in Vegas. It's crazy. So, I think it's just more like an Mm -hmm. East Coast thing. Not for us this season, you know. Now our teams are kind of back up (laughs) there. We don't have to worry about our picks in Summer League.
0: (laughs) I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, at least I can take that off the list. I mean, most of the players are just going to watch, like, AD and uh, – AD, Kuzma, and LeBron were all at Summer League just chilling on the sidelines. So, it's just kind of like they're just there for the entertainment. They're not there for, like, the practice and all of that. So, uh, I mean, hey – they're however just... however, it works, like I like I said, they're all vets now. Most of them are veterans, so they don't really need to be there. <laughs> Kuzma should have been there. <laughs> yeah, he probably should have played, but he's probably <laughs> like, oh, I got my team is stacked. I don't got to do nothing. <laughs>
1: he, he thinks he's all that because he survived the trade. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: I know. I mean, he did, though. He really did survive the trade. He was the only one to make it out alive. For <laughs> yeah, so I hope he keeps his coins all in order so he can stay there and you know win some championships Mm -hmm. maybe oh that would be fun to watch so i think that's
1: all for today thank you for joining our podcast and listening to the west coast mix and bounce i am leslie torres joined by i'm brana marks and we'll see you on our next podcast thank you for listening bye thanks guys bye